Hello, welcome to episode number 358 of the Apolog Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by BetterHelp. Get convenient, safe, and secure online counseling today. Connect with your therapist of choosing in minutes by taking the online survey. Use the code word APOLOG to get seven dates for free when you use betterhelp.com slash APOLOG. Seasonal depression is fully kicking in, everybody, and everybody needs to have this little bit of time to reflect and speak to somebody, and this is the best way to do it. You don't need to drive across town. You, need, you don't need to worry about uh, the weather. You know, and if you're feeling bummed out, connect with your therapist. You can choose your therapist, too, and you can change your therapist. It is very, very convenient and made for you. Go get it. Uh, if you want to support my work on a monthly basis, go to patreon.com slash You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees. You can cancel any time. Don't forget to subscribe to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give it five stars, please. Like and share on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash pod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at simonhead666. And Spotify. I'm on Spotify now. Go check out Spotify. And Spotify seems to be the place where people are going these days. That's where all the kids are going to listen to their podcasts. And uh, I appreciate everybody for listening to this show and doing everything they do to make this show possible. Today on the show, I have Kate Van Hart. Kate Van Hart is an independent musician based out of Montreal. Uh, she's just released a new uh, EP, which is called That Isn't You and Me, Part One, mostly written during the P word. We're not calling it the pan. We're not calling it that. Uh, and uh, her music is very cinematic, and there's and it's it's very well done, and you're gonna like it. Uh, Kate has a lot of education under her belt. She's sung on many different things. And now this is her first real solo foray into independent alternative music. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you Kate Van Hart on the Apple Podcast. Tell me a little bit about yourself, about uh, where you came up from and where, where you are now. Um, well, I moved a lot, so it's a, like always like a hard question for me to answer, but I'm from the, the province of Quebec, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I live in Montreal right now. Where, what part of Quebec did you grow up in? Uh, a lot of places. Uh, I was like in Laval, in Saint-Eustache, in Saint-Calixte, in Greenfield Park, Rougemont. And then Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. And Montreal is yeah. sort of the place where all the music is. And it's kind of a good place centralized when it yeah. comes to music to be. Um, yeah. So you've been, you're playing music your whole life by the sounds of it. And uh, and you've, you have some education, which makes you a lot more smarter than a lot of people who have been on the show. So. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, sometimes it does, like, the, the the education doesn't necessarily mean you're a better musician, but, like, I have maybe more knowledge on some things, and maybe, like, to, uh, it's easier to uh, communicate with other musicians uh, yeah. because of that. But um, Yeah, having yeah. that language and that understanding of music, the also the tricky thing is trying to um, uh, 
trying to uh, trans tra um, transpose or trying to tell people this is what I mean because a lot of music is about feel and a lot of music is mm -hmm. about, a lot of that, that is sort of an understanding and a connection of of musicality. So sometimes just being very very knowledgeable in the in the books part of it makes it difficult to try to translate. Mm -hmm. to, that was the word I was looking for. Translate into yeah. into uh, music. I I took grade two yeah. theory. I have classical piano, so. I understand that. I kind of walked away from it mm. when I was 18. I sort of slowly got more into not classical music. But did you come up with classical music or were mm. you, uh, were you uh, always an uh, indie rocker? Well, well um, it was like a lot of different backgrounds. Uh, but I started making music like when I was in elementary school, uh, being in choirs. And then uh, in high school, I was in uh, the, the school band playing clarinet. So it was more like classic things. But again, it's it was high school, so it was not like that advanced. Um, but then after that, it's like uh, I studied in, in pop popular music in the CGEP and also at the university. So popular music, so it, it doesn't mean like the pop music, but like everything that's been popular, so everything. But I also had some courses of like classical singing. I was in an opérette um, back in CGEP and uh, yeah, so it's like more popular music, but I also have like a little experience also in classical, but with the like my maybe like my experience is more is more in pop music popular music yeah what music like did the bands you, i've been in yeah what music did influenced you in your in in earlier days mm, it's it's very eclectic i'd say um well my mother and my father as well have like mu uh, like have like great music taste uh, like my mom would listen to David Bowie, uh, Elvis is like one of the, the main artists also, uh, and uh, like a lot of other like artists that are really great. Um, and my father was like more of the punk scene, I'd say. So um, growing up, like, of course, I, I was listening to uh, pop music, like the Backstreet Boys and all of that jazz <laughs> but then it was like in high school when i was like 14 that i discovered like green day and it all started like i was like searching for bands in that genre and then i discovered the band heart and blondie and um chrissy hind and all of those artists so i had like a big transition from like hip-hop music to like rock music and uh, I'd say that it's like kind of my favorite, like rock music, like all of the, 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 the music that comes from that, like punk, like the Sex Pistols, I really love that. Um, the Buzzcocks also that I discovered yeah. like not so many years ago. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's so great, yeah. <laughs> so it's very eclectic and I listen to a lot of music also so uh mm -hmm. i'm a big music lover yeah 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 i had my you know when i was in my early teens i got i got my elvis costello phase and you know and everybody sort of goes up through yeah. the beatles they have a beatles phase uh what what beatle was yeah. yours because i mean i kind of started with paul and then went to it was ringo then paul then john then george so that was sort of my um, but mm -hmm. do you have a favorite, like a Beatle, yeah. or are you a Stones person? Because usually the Beatles uh, and the Stones are a different, you know, camp. 
Well, I like both. I like both, but I'd say like like maybe the Beatles are my favorites between the, these two artists. I listen more to like Beatles. Um, that's a tough question. <laughs> Which Beatle would be my favorite? Uh, maybe I'd say Paul McCartney because like the the, the pop music, the, the he went into different directions as solo artist with the Wings also, but. But then again, you got like John Lennon, and I like also uh, um, George, George as well. So maybe Ringo comes last, but <laughs> like I like it too. So it's like oh, it's like a hard, to, I, heartbreaking I, decision. <laughs> when I'm listening to, I guess whatever satellite radio, and that's the Beatles channel, and and a Ringo song comes on, I, I in the a current Ringo song, I really do. I go somewhere else because it's like Ringo. It's like. Oh. <laughs> I just, I can't, I have no time. But when I was very young, you know, Octopus's Garden, you know, all those songs, those are beautiful yeah. kind of songs for kids. And I think they specifically wrote those songs to sort of bring in younger children to 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 be into their music. And it worked. It worked for me because yeah. I remember transitioning through mm-hmm. every, you know, through every my phase of music. I, I always sort of stopped on one. Mm-hmm. But Paul is definitely, did you, did you watch Get Back? Yes. I did not watch it like uh, till the end, but it's like so many footage. So I listened to, I don't know how many episodes, but like, it was nice to see like the dynamic when they were working together mm-hmm. and to, uh, I was relating to like all of them. Like maybe, uh, maybe I'd say I'm, I'm like a Paul and a, a George mixed together. Mm-hmm. And, um, like for for like how they work or uh, yeah. the attitude so um yeah really interesting yeah totally i was and uh yelling at my tv like it was a, the best football play ever when he's writing get back and we were watching it my whole family we were mm-hmm. watching it was kind of a special occasion and i'm like get up i'm standing mm-hmm. up and i'm his point like this is history and and my 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 family are like yeah, that's what's that did not affect them, you know, as, as the way it did for me. But it might as well have been one of the greatest like football passes or something. Like I can equate it to like a, a sports thing, where it was like mm-hmm. I, I was, I freaked me out. I you know because that part, I mean, you can just hear him just oh, and then catching on to stuff, words are coming. I'm like, you can't script that. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when mm-hmm. you when you were in high school and playing music, were were you an angry teen or were you uh were you uh because there's the angry teens phase that everybody goes through? Yeah, uh, um, I don't think I had like an angry teen. Uh, I was I don't think I was like an angry teen. Uh, maybe it was more like when I was an adult, young. adult well i'm still an adult but like (laughs) maybe like in the the early days discovering yourself and just like i don't know was i i don't think i don't think so but uh, when i was a teenager let's call somebody up now and yeah i'm gonna ask them (laughs) what was i like call my mom (laughs) yeah yeah. she'll be very nice no 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 you uh, had your face my mom would say that i yes My mom would say that I was like an easy child, but she never really talks about like, oh yeah. So maybe like when I was a teenager, maybe more like in into my head and or more into my own world. I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah. 
That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Because a little yeah. bit of who we are but, now is is who we, we were back then, right? Mm-hmm. So who we are now, mm-hmm. there's always just a little bit of, of that person who is always you and always will be you. And so that, mm-hmm. is a, that is sort of like the fabric of who you are as a person. So, I mean, you don't, you don't seem like mm-hmm. an angry, jaded person, but, but the music business can kind of sometimes no. be a difficult beast to deal uh-huh. with do you find do you find the music business mm-hmm. to be a little is it hard on you mm. well i've been working in the music business for about like 10 years but i was doing like more like um cover i was more in like cover bands but i i was like booking shows and doing like everything into like the, the, the you have to do to make shows happen except like doing an album mm-hmm. um so i kind of got, got a glimpse of like how it was working and having friends also doing that so i kind of was prepared sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> for it but but it's also kind of hard sometimes just like but i think everybody is kind of winging it at some point and that's kind of what i'm doing and sometimes i'm just like okay i think i'm going there but like the outcome is never guaranteed so sometimes uh, like it's hard not to have expectations but you kind of need to have some like to know where you're going like to have goals or stuff like that but um so sometimes i would say like sometimes it's a little hard yeah but I have to like I I talk to myself a lot <laughs> when when it's not going well or or not going the way I wanted to or expected to. I talk to people about it, and uh, I'm just trying to move on. And, yeah, yeah. The music business is a very mm-hmm. very hard business. In in music, this conversation mm-hmm. comes up all the time about music and art. And how they don't really, they always mm-hmm. bash against each other. They don't really, they shouldn't work together, but they, they have to. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. that's how people need to make a living in music and in art. But, but it yeah. is a very, very difficult. And I always have so much respect for people. I, you know, I kind of lived it myself 20 years ago where it was like a, a starving artist. I'm going to do it. But then there's sort of like reality starts setting mm-hmm. in. But that's not a failure. That means you take everything you've, you've mm-hmm. gotten and become more of a balanced artist, you know? So you, you know, you have, yeah. you have expectations. That's great. But, but if those expectations don't work mm-hmm. out, that's what a lot of people end up saying. I don't want to do this anymore. It's too heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's too much, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, being in it for so many mm-hmm. years, there's a time where you can start understanding where your place is because you you're, you've been doing it for long enough. Mm-hmm. Do you find yeah. do you find that that's a uh, is that comforting to know that that there is there is avenues to take musically you know because if you stay close to music you you don't you know if you get a job at a bank you that's it your music is no longer part of that thing but do you find that like is there other avenues of music that you could start looking at to sort of understanding where you are as a musician uh well i'm already doing it because like i'm an independent artist so i do like 
almost everything <laughs> alone. And I'm also a solo artist, so it's very different than being in a band. So there's a lot of stuff to do and to think about. Um, but I, for now, I don't, I'm not looking to do some other stuff. It's a project that I've been wanting to do for a very long time that I and I was always like putting it at the the end of my list like okay write, write songs yeah when I have the time I'm gonna do it and then you know like time pass and you don't never do it mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so when I started doing it I had like a reality check so I was like it was during the pandemic and I was just like alone in my apartment and just like wondering like okay, am I where I want to go, where I want to be? And it just hit me like, okay, no, I've been putting this up for a very long time. So I just started doing it and it was like this urging feeling to do it. And so I just started writing songs and making it happen. So I, I just wanted to put music out and just be like, if it's not good or if I, the, the point for me to do so, it was like to write songs and if I like it, I'm going to put it out. So I really, I finally, I liked it. What I, what I wrote, I was just like, maybe if I like it, some other people will too. So that's, that's how I see it. So I don't have kind of a plan B. I'm <laughs> looking more for ways to, uh, to like uh, finance this project more like yeah. uh, having uh, grants, and uh, if I don't get grants, I just work and uh, make it happen. <laughs> Try to make it happen. Yeah, grant writing is a very—it's a very—it's a talent. You know that actually, if you get good writing at grants, you'll be able to write grants just for a living. Because guys like me are like, I don't get it. I mm -hmm. fail at them every time. <laughs> like arts and councils grants. Yeah. Um, I've only had one. Yeah, grant. it's so hard. Yeah, one grant from Factor, mm. and that was twenty-five years ago, and. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, well, it's hard. Yeah. The process of doing it yourself is hard. It's nice because like you you get more clear you get a, like a clearer idea of what you're doing, but when you're doing it like sometimes they want you to write a grant but you don't know what you're doing. So you have yeah. to make it like you know what you're doing, so it's kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what I found but, out about yeah. uh, about factor grants, if you don't fill it out right, why are they going to give you money if you can't fill the factor grant out right? <laughs> right? It makes sense. So mm -hmm. if you don't dot all the yeah. I's and cross all the T's in the right spot, immediate fail, even though you have mm -hmm. all the potential in the world of whatever recouping the money mm -hmm. you get from them and things. But they... um. Yeah, so as an independent artist, there's, you have to wear many, many hats. You have to sort of be your manager, you have to be your stylist, mm -hmm. you have to be your publicist. Well, you have a publicist, so you've you you know mm -hmm. so you you're you're spending efforts in places which is, I think is more important right now than trying to get a record deal. Um, mm -hmm. So what I mean for you as an yeah. artist, what is your idea of 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 a successful record? You know, because this this is an EP, it's part one. So are you obviously trying to get part mm -hmm, two out, mm -hmm. but, but what is, what is your recognition yes. of success? Ah, that's a great question. Uh, what is success? It's turning into a real uh, interview. I think I've been trying It's to... a real interview. This is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a real interview. Yeah, wow. but I like it. I like to, to think deeper and like have these kinds of questions, but maybe mm -hmm. I will think about it a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, what is success? I think I am. Um, I 
don't know because I'm still trying. But to me, when I was making this album, when I was writing, the goal was to make it for myself and for me to like it first. And then that would be the, the, the success for it. But then when the album came out, it's like the, the, success, the success, like the goals are changing a bit. Like I want people to to listen to it, and then I'm just like, okay, like how can I make it like more available for people to be discovered and do more? So, hmm, I don't want to, success to be like like to be famous because I think it's like maybe a, a toxic way to think about it. Expectations, like like. Yeah, yeah. So I think first and also like for like the artists that I really love and they're always like they're themselves like David Bowie, like, for example, like he had like many eras, very, very different styles. And I don't think he was doing it to please other people. I think he was doing it for himself first. And I and he was being himself which is very, uh, very brave. And I think in a more like grander or spiritual way, I think that's the goal. That should be the goal. Like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what's the goal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for, For it to be like sane also. And not being like distracted by, um, Things that are not important, you know. So I don't know. What's your idea on like what? Yeah, I, to be successful. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I would say that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> if you if you make yourself happy first, that translates to the people who are listening to your music. And if you make yourself happy and you mm-hmm. do the best you can, and you're happy and content with what you've put out to the world. And your whatever you're speaking and your lyrics and your mm-hmm. message is completely and utterly honest. I think that's the most important part, and that crosses boundaries of genre, mm-hmm. style, age, race, sex. It just mm-hmm. puts everything into that into a different type of language. So if 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 a bunch of people understand mm-hmm. and can relate to what you're saying and your message and the delivery of it, because the delivery isn't always as important as the words you're saying, you know, so it's, it's your delivery of Mm -hmm. what your message is. So I think to me, that to me is a version of success because Mm -hmm. if you're speaking to people on a language that isn't quite lyrical and isn't quite musical, it's a blend of both. That's success. You know, Mm -hmm. I, am a big fan of uh, crowded house Mm -hmm. and Neil Finn is one of the greatest Mm, songwriters, right? Because he says words that mean a hundred different things. And I really appreciate it. a lot of house mm-hmm. metaphors back in the day, but but I think there's there's like the um, the message of when you say a word, it just it cuts you. You know, Elvis Costello, same thing. Mm-hmm. He'll say a phrase that's like, mm-hmm. "Wow, I wish I came up with that because I'm feeling all these different feelings from mm-hmm. one little thing said." You know, so yeah, that would be my my version yeah. of success. But 
I do have mm -hmm. the EP here. I have that. That isn't you and me, and it's part one. I have. Uh, I think we're 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 gonna listen to break each other, and uh, let's take a listen. Yeah. recording process because the record um it, it i say this and it sounds like people playing which is uh that's a that's a, a that's a good thing mm -hmm. so talk a little bit about the recording process yeah. and sort of how you how you did it okay so uh well uh like the 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 writing process or like really like the recording the recording the recording here. Um, so I you I, I did like two two I had two approaches for for doing the record. So first I was working with Brian Battistuzzi, who's worked with like many artists from Montreal, like We Are Wolves, um, Lee Shirley, uh, Breastfeeders, like he's really, really like really nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so with him we worked on like demos. 
um, on uh, break each other, and that is in you and me first. And uh, so we just went like for break each other. We were just like trying some different things. Um, I would say like maybe like it was it was like me or him suggesting things, and then we sort of like made the puzzle as we went along. Um, it's like we had like this puzzle, but not the 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 image of it. So like with trying things. And uh, Ryan played all of the instruments I, I sang, and maybe I think I might have played the, the guitar somewhere. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But like we we were first doing like the demo like this, and then uh, for the other songs, uh, I just like did the arrangements with the musicians. And uh, but it wasn't like until we were at the 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 like even like the mastering like maybe more like the mixing or that the things were changing it all changed um and with uh well it depends like all for like all of the songs mm -hmm. so for break each other it was very easy to do like when we found it it was just like yeah this is it it was like more straightforward for the arrangement and recording it it like it was it's like the same as the demo version Right. And uh, for that isn't you and me, like the the structure changed a bit, but it was also similar to the demo. And for the other one, like of course, it was hard to find like the right arrangement. It had to be like every little thing had to be at its right place, otherwise it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. um, and also for uh, driving you home this one i didn't want it to sound like too much of a love song because like of the chord progression it it sounds like this when i play it mm -hmm. like i wrote it like on the ukulele like really simple um and then we kind of find the inspiration like oh yeah the pixies or like Coldplay. yes that's where we want to go with it and um so it was like until we were like in pre-production that it happened <laughs> it was kind of stressful for me a little bit <laughs> not having this like settled before like recording it and then during the mix we just like try to play some things uh, like as we went along also um and for no one ever cared it was kind of easy that, that one there's not a lot of things in the arrangement but it had to be simple it was more of a i i thought a lot about uh something in a way from nirvana i wanted that that gloomy effect to it and uh yeah it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff to say about this <laughs> so feel free to stop me at some point no, no, um I, yeah i love i love the recording stuff as you yeah. might be able to tell i kind of do that stuff uh on my side gig but, mm -hmm. but yeah mm -hmm. i've been recording bands yeah. and artists for many many years too many years to mention so yeah mm -hmm. great mm -hmm. so, so yeah it was like it was it was a nice process Sometimes stressful, sometimes nice. It's a, it's a nice journey <laughs> for all. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what makes art, that's what propels art is a little bit of stress and a little bit of anxiety. Um, because if you're sitting in, you know, mm -hmm. if you, if you, <laughs> when I sit here in my home studio, 
I write a song and I'm like, eh, put it somewhere and then forget about it. You know, there's no stress. There's no, but if there's mm-hmm. an actual dollar figure attached to what you're doing, then things get stressful because you have to make mm-hmm. every penny count in the session or who you're working with and the money you're spent needs to be super, yes. super, oh my God, yeah. really frugal. And only because every penny is mm-hmm. probably coming out of your pocket. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was something that was kind of uh, hard to do sometimes to just like put on the singer songwriter hat and leave like the producer uh, hat somewhere else. Well, not the producer, but like the 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 one who was putting money yeah. on the record. <laughs> so like when it's working, it's all great. But when it's not working, I'm just like okay, my money. going out um (laughs) but it's the process like like you said also it's in the process and you cannot rush it um so it's a lot of work on myself too to do so (laughs) yeah well the more you do it too the more it becomes Mm -hmm. like well you know i've recorded a lot of bands and they come in super unprepared and i've sent a few of them home i'm like you're not ready this Mm. is not your time to be doing this go back figure it out and then come in mm-hmm. i'll be here i'm still gonna be here right so that to me is don't rush the process that mm-hmm. means i'm here to uh facilitate yeah. the need you want at the same time i'm not just gonna take your money and let you fart around in the studio that's not the intention mm-hmm. so I'm, it sounds like you have a yeah. pretty good team of people that you work with that's sort of a team of sounds like you're a team of two but i mean but the other musicians and do you are you planning uh-huh. on doing a live version of this like play clubs play venues yes yes i'm planning on doing this but uh right now i only have like the 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 songs of the ep <laughs> so i cannot like play venues as the the main event yeah. unfortunately for now it's short show um but i'm working on the yeah it's a really short show (laughs) um like when we do we did the launching it was like maybe 30 minutes or or so like so it's it's really short um but like i'm working on the 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 second part of the album already with ryan and uh so i'm planning to do this and do like uh how do you say that with the uh, the first act like to be like first acts for uh, for bands and um, yeah so that's what I'm planning to do right now and just like write continue to write songs also getting writing for grants also <laughs> it's a, yeah it's own form and, of music uh, is yeah. writing grants isn't it it's like here's what you need to hear yeah. here's what I'm telling you <laughs> here's this you know I, I always sort mm-hmm. of uh, I, I sort of uh, I compare that to when you cross the border you sort of have to do all the things in the order that they want you to, to tell them, you know. So if you come across to the border and the border mm-hmm. guy goes, what are you mm-hmm. doing? I'm not smoking crack. You know, that's what you don't say at the border. You know what I mean? So when, <laughs> so, so yes. when you, when you, when you, uh, when you, when you write a grant, you have to word it so specifically. Otherwise, they're like, nah, they, they mm-hmm. don't want the money that bad. Um yeah. Let's listen to mm-hmm. uh, what's the one with the really frantic guitar solo on it? It's very like is that that isn't you and me? Is that the song? Or is it of course? One uh, of the, think, Of course have. is like harsher, so maybe Let's that hear that one. song. Both have have like solos. Yeah. Let's do of course cuz it's uh I think I I listened to it a day or two and I did it today. So of course. Here we go. 
talking while the song was going but you, this is very very strong you should you should be very very proud of this because the music is great the playing is great the production is great there's a lot of great callbacks on things that we as musicians can call back to so um yeah good job mm-hmm. great job thank you so thank what's you. the plans going forward are you going to be you're obviously working on another record uh what's the timeline for that mm-hmm. is there no timeline there needs to be there doesn't need to be uh well i I always like give myself some like timeline just to not not just like live life and be like oh i forgot to do so uh but um i'd like to do it um like in october september maybe and but it's not like i'm not rushing it so whenever it's ready uh, because the first one was kind of like not in a rush, but a little bit. But I think I, I want to take like my time more with the second one, and just like don't put don't add stress to the process. Like when it's done, it's done. Um, but yeah, so I, I would like for it to, do, to be done in in fall, and uh, I want to do shows. 
uh, showcases also um, like promote promote the hell out of that album <laughs> yeah. and that's it yeah have you thought mm -hmm. about going to and also and... like yeah maybe sorry i i there's a bit of a delay but oh sorry go. Ha have you thought about promoting this in europe and trying to see if there's any european connections uh-huh yes i would really love that like the uk i love to go and play there i love the clash and like i said before like the sex pistols so like to be able to play there would be like really amazing and also like the beatles and like yeah so many artists so many great artists coming from there and like it's where like the alternative rock like was kind of born like i love like brit rock music also so like i want to go there yeah. but uh yeah europe anywhere <laughs> yeah but like it was like the uk united states would be nice too but like uk yeah we have to see what's happening down south of the border to make sure any real big decisions as to what's happening because <laughs> it's like a dumpster fire mm -hmm. down there yeah. right now politically <laughs> so uh but yeah i I, mm -hmm. I know there was was a time where going to the united states was like a big deal and and i changed my per, mm -hmm. my point of view on that just for the sheer fact of how much it costs to get the work papers to do such a thing mm. to go down to the states to make no money yeah. it's not really worth it anymore go to europe it's the same you know what i mean it's a plane mm -hmm. flight and go to Germany. You know, Germany is, is awesome. Oh, yes. Awesome. So good. Music. Yeah, they, everyone's been telling me this. So good. You have nice. to. You have to. Okay. You know, just don't worry about the United down. States. Don't <laughs> even worry about the UK. Because the UK is the same. It's like it's like New York mm -hmm. City, but it's it's they speak funny. Um, it's a different attitude. Mm. But, but, when, <laughs> but when you when you go across to uh, across that one little little point and end up in France and then go to Germany. It's like, Oh my God, it's all, what have I been doing my whole life? You know, that's what I, that's what I felt, you know, but mm -hmm. I think oh, that would be yeah, for something. Okay. Yeah. If I knew people, I know people, but they don't do it anymore. They're like, I, I, I will, I know some people I'll, I'll sort of maybe mm. throw them your contact information and see what can be done. Cause I think your music. Yeah, should be sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. No problem. <laughs> Um, well, it was great Thank having you, you on the show. I, you know, and whenever you do part two, yeah, come back. We'll do it again. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I yes, wish, surely. I wish you all the luck and 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 yes. all the success that you deserve. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was a pleasure. And that was Kate Van Hart. Go check out her new EP. That isn't you and me. Part one. Stay tuned for part two. Probably out in the fall. It's, uh, it's a good listen, everybody. Check it out. You'll find it wherever you... You're going to find it on the links provided below. And once again, thank you, Kate, for doing the show. It was an absolute pleasure having you on it. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view the show on Apple Podcasts. Go to uh, check it out there. There's, there's 340... No, 357 other episodes there where you can choose from as well. There's some pretty cool episodes on there. You can listen to the guy who invented the Raspberry Pi. And for if you're not a tech nerd, you're not going to be super excited about that. But if you're a tech nerd, this is you might as well be listening to Bruce Springsteen. This uh, and also the there's a few other people on this episode. Chris Hanna from a band called Propagandi, uh, been a great great friend and supporter of the show. 
and you can go do all that stuff. So everybody, thank you so much for listening to this show. Thank you, Kate, for doing it. Thank you for you, the listener, being the listener. And we'll see you next week. Well, maybe not. Maybe the week after. Maybe next week. I don't know. I haven't got, I haven't got anything figured out, but it, it'd probably be some people on the show. I'm not giving this up. Okay, see you later. Bye.